Spoilers ahead. Spoilers ahead. Hello, listeners. It's dangerous to go alone. Take this podcast with you. Welcome to Max Mike Movies, the show that asks the question, Daddy, would you like some sausage? We're here with the final entry in our Slash and Burn series, You Can't Make Me, You Can't Make Me, the series that does to our podcast what Rome did to Carthage and what Bugs did to Daffy on a routine basis. Each week, one of us marshals his most sadistic impulses and forces the other to do the cinematic equivalent of watching a boil get lanced. This week, I hone Mike into my razor-sharp lance and plunge him into the festering boil that is Tom Green's Freddy Got Fingered. Let's find out what kind of a mess we made. I'm your lance-wielding host, Max Levine, and the fellow over there with murderous rage in his eye is Mike Luce. Excuse me, I am Samuel Snardquar, Mike Luce's attorney. From now on, you will be speaking to him through me. He is suing you for grievous bodily and mentally harm by way of motion picture. Please be brief. I charge by the second. Oh, dear, Mr. Snodgrass, I see. Well, uh... the page. (laughs) (sighs) Wow, I think this is the first one that's actually required legal action. (sighs) (laughs) Oh, I think legal action was brought about many times with this film. (laughs) <laughs> oh, but I'm giving things away. <laughs> yes, I'm sure people are absolutely mystified as to whether this movie was bad or not. Are they? No, no, not really. So uh, let's get to the, there isn't very much of it, but uh, let's get to some of the trivia. Then we'll do. A, then we'll try the plot, and I'll uh-huh. use the term loosely. Yeah, so will I. <laughs> <laughs> the show. Yeah, so uh, this is considered by many to be one of the worst films ever made. Hmm, uh, this film is included on Roger Ebert's most hated list. Yes, it is. And uh, this film sh- won five Razzies, including only worst, five, <laughs> only five, including worst picture, worst actor, and worst director. Tom Green not only showed up at the ceremony to pick up his awards. Uh, but he brought his own red carpet and played an endless harmonica solo at the end of the show and actually had to be physically dragged off stage. That really sounds a lot like this movie. Yeah, this actually is the essence of Tom, of Tom Green. He basically would do literally anything for attention. Uh, right. Filming, and again I use the term loosely, was interrupted by an irate hot dog seller who refused to move his cart out of the way. He eventually moved for $2,000, a check that was later canceled. Yeah. Mike Stoklasa of Red Letter Media once said in his review of this movie, you could say that this was the second worst thing to happen in 2001. (laughs) Yikes. Yeah, yeah. The Toronto Star instituted an all-new rating for this film, Negative one star out of five. <laughs> uh, when when the MPAA rated this movie NC-17, which they did initially, Tom Green replied, that's like porn with murder. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, a, uh, that's I think, was supposed to be a joke. I honestly don't know. 
Neither does he. Yeah, Tom Green performed most of his own stunts, including the skateboarding scenes and the house scene. The studio was against him doing any of the stunts because if anything happened to him, they'd lose the lead actor and director. I don't really see why that was a problem. I'd have put a writer right on there. Please let him do anything dangerous. Uh, at one point, Freddie is watching a medical show on TV. The show is actually, and this is real, 2000's The Tom Green Cancer Special. Tom Green had testicular cancer and made a variety show out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, huh. <laughs> we'll get to Tom Green soon enough. Not soon enough. Yeah. Someone should have gotten to Tom Green in 2000. Okay, now, so the plot, from what I can tell... Oh, good luck. Yeah, is <laughs> aliens have deposited a strange approximation of a human being on Earth. The creature has only the most rudimentary, virtually parodic understanding of human behavior. Okay, no, that I'm sure that's not the plot. It's... Tom that, that is far more interesting than Tom the plot. Green runs around being Tom Green trying to convince the world he's a misunderstood genius and this movie supports his psychosis. That's all I got. I have no idea what this movie is about except some guy acting like an idiot, but we're supposed to like him. You know, either of those last two sum ups would work just fine. Oh, God. Yeah, there is no plot. I mean, uh, I mean, I guess there is. Uh, mm -hmm. The same way that the back of a cereal box has a plot. I hey, guess... excuse me. Some of those Captain Crunch mysteries were <laughs> riveting. Only the ones with the record. Uh, well, yeah. Um, I, uh, <sighs> <laughs> oh, dear. I think I made... William the Pain! The I Pain! I broken mic here. Oh, huh? gods. You know, and I thought Showgirls was bad. Oh, oh. So you would say this is worse than wait, Showgirls? Wait, wait. I haven't done the plot yet. Then we'll talk okay. about okay. this. Oh, we're going to talk. Oh, Alice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, today you're uh, Alice. I'm just is, saying. I see. Is the, and you is, don't live here anymore. <laughs> oh, it, it's not that the moon is my eventual destination. <laughs> oh, oh, you're going further than that. Um, so there's this guy. <laughs> And he lives with his parents, and he's 28. And I am fully willing to believe that at this point in his life, Tom Green was still living with his parents. <laughs> I'd even be willing to believe that one of his parents is Rip Torn. Whatever. Oh, Rip Torn is in this movie? Oh, yeah. Oh, poor Rip Torn. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll get to him. We'll get to him. And he's obviously, shall we say, not the cream of the crop. <laughs> but he's moving out, finally, to get a job, he wants to get into the animation industry with his br brilliant <laughs> cartoons. Uh. And instead of taking the bus, his parents gift him with a Chrysler LeBaron, which quite honestly is the funniest thing in the movie. <laughs> Just because it's a Chrysler LeBaron. Aha! Chrysler! Because it's funny. It's it's a LeBaron. Yeah, sorry. I don't get it. No, exactly. There mm. you go. Wait, is that actually presented as a joke? That... I don't know. Oh, I okay. <laughs> I have lost all sense of what humor is. Oh. I I think Blue Man Group has a better job at making believe that they're human. Uh, I don't Oof. know. So he drives to the big city. Things happen on the way that are really disgusting, and I'm going to have a really hard time talking about them on our show without oh. knowing that I'm going to have to bleep every other word. Oh, dear. He breaks into this animation uh, company, and that's run by... A three-namer that I don't remember who it is, and I don't care. Uh, Anthony Michael Hall. Oh. And 
sure enough, the guy thinks he's an idiot, kicks him out, mm-hmm. and now poor Tom Green, whose character's name is Gord, and a, Gordon, everyone seems to know his name, even like if he doesn't say it, or maybe he does, and I just don't remember and don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care about a lot of things right now. <laughs> uh, so he then kind of he gets a girlfriend sort of and then ah, really horrible disgusting things happen there which we'll get to and then he sort of learns what it is to make his characters profitable somehow uh in the meantime he's having horrible problems with his parents whom he moves back in with and then there's pakistan and i i i what I, <laughs> pakistan Max, just end it now, please. Just, just right, right here, right, right there. Yep, yep. We're professionals here. We got to keep yeah. going. All right. I will admit, right before we even get to that, I nearly quit. Whoa. I was close to an hour into this film, and I was like, I just don't want to watch this. And wow, I and didn't you... even, I didn't even go to use the bathroom like I did with the show, girls. But so yeah, plot. I whatever, whatever. There you go. Enjoy. The lowdown. <laughs> All right, so we're I, done with the plot. Now I, you, now, yeah, now you can ask, ask the questions. What does the title refer to? <sighs> what, who's Freddy? His brother. His brother is Freddy, and what does it mean that he he got fingered? Well, guess. <laughs> if, if you can think of the crudest version of that phrase, it's meaning that's what it means. But it well, doesn't actually happen. That's one of the only, like, bonuses of this film is we what? don't actually see that. Okay, what? Uh, so, <laughs> at one point in the movie, they end up, because his father is, is you can see what ha- where Tom Green gets it, because Rip Torn's character, his father, is at least as bad, if not, if not worse. It's like Tom Green with more anger. And so they end up in family therapy, except it's just Tom Green and his parents. His brother, who's relatively normal, is off at his job. Mm -hmm. And there he decides, Tom Green's character, Gord, decides to get back at his father by telling the therapist that his father used to molest his brother. Oh, God, this is a movie plot? This is a comedy? Yeah, it gets worse. <laughs> I can't believe it, but it does. So, okay, so... Uh, <laughs> you're really hurting me. So... Uh, Taste the pain. Uh, that's the... Pr- okay. So, they take it seriously, even though... Um, um, even though it comes uh, out of Tom Green's mouth. It, it, yeah, it comes out of Tom Green's mouth. And, and, of course, you know, Rip Torn's character, Big Daddy. I don't remember what his name is. I don't care. Yeah. Um, says no, I've never done this. The my, the wife believes it, and she's starting to get really uptight. They all go back home because that's a thing. Uh, <laughs> Tom Green lives in the basement, so his dad comes down, and he's drunk. I mean, he's got the bottle. Mm-hmm. Not sure it's a prop. Uh, <laughs> well, that and, was Rip Torn. Yeah, we're gonna get to Rip. Oh boy. So, oh, actually, we'll get to him right now. So, I actually wonder if we're not seeing the real Rip Torn, and I say that. Because, well, Rip Torn, if you remember, ladies and gentlemen, and if you don't, uh, he has a uh, history of doing things on sets. He may or may not have pulled a knife on Dennis Hopper when they were going to start making Easy Rider. Um, 
which is why he got replaced by Jack Nicholson. According to Rip Torn, it was actually Hopper that pulled the knife on him. Whatever. Okay. He, he struck Norman Mailer in the head with a hammer once. What? Uh, yeah. Uh, and then late in 2010, he broke into a bank because he thought it was his own house. He was oh, very, wow. very drunk at the time. Yeah, he even says that he had um, certain flaws in his makeup, and I quote, I get angry easily, I get saddened by things easily. Um, yeah. Um, so this film, quite honestly, I, I, I can't help but wonder if that we're not seeing some of the real rip. I don't know, but yeah. I always uh, liked him just for his name. You know, it's a name, it's an action. His first name's an action, his last name is the result of that action. Oh, you mean Elmore Rual Rip Torn Jr.? Yes. Yes. So I was just thinking Rip Torn, but sure. Yeah. So he's a junior. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, so the the reason that this gets um yeah, funnier. So his dad comes down to the basement, he's drunk and he's yelling at his son Gord, who then tells his father to F himself and hey, lucky us. Rip decides that, oh, you want me to F myself? Well, you can F me. He lowers his pants. He oh. slaps his big white bum in a scene oh. full of hilarity. Now, it's not oh. done. gets funnier because, for reasons unknown, the therapist and a policeman show up at the house where the younger brother is quietly watching television. And they take him into custody for his own good because he's been child molested, even though he's 20-something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and then later, it's really awesome because his, his brother basically spends the rest of the movie in this, um, uh, this home for molested children. Because that's really funny. There's this whole scene of oh, that's hilarious. children in a home for molested. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and sadly... This, this, you're sad sure this is a comedy? No. Okay. Sadly, this is not the worst part of the film. Oh, yeah. dear. Yeah, so this is... this is, And so the uh, he says that his brother got fingered. Mm -hmm. His brother's name's Freddy. This is uh, why we get the title of the, the film. Title. Which, of course, refers to literally nothing that happens on screen. And this is the only thing I can be thankful for. Yeah. Oof. Next. <laughs> okay. Wow, yeah. I'm not sure where to go from here, but I, I do have a couple of questions. First off, I'm curious. Before seeing this movie, did you have any idea who Tom Green was? No, I know. I, I think he, I was supposed to know who he was. Um, I, 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 I think if I'd seen him, I would have... There would be a scar. <laughs> you know, there'd be a dent there'd be a little discoloration, a liver spot, something. But I don't think I did. I think that he was one of those things that he would might have shown up on the screen and I would just, you know, inherently know I'm not interested and didn't see him. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm guessing he probably showed up on things like uh, MTV or something. Similar, yeah. He actually... Yeah. The guy had a career somehow. He was on Yeah, TV. I have a career. It's retail, so what? <laughs> I don't inflict my career on the public. <laughs> well, yes, you do. Nope, they come in. It's their own choice. 
Well, he didn't force people to watch him on TV, I assume. Yes, he did. <laughs> Somehow he did. <laughs> okay, anyway, you were saying uh, he was on... What uh, was he on? He had several, at least two TV shows. How? Uh, that I can't answer. This you and I haven't had a TV show. Yeah, I know. And <laughs> How is that fair? We'd be way more qualified. I don't yeah. know what the heck it was about him, but... Uh, I mean, it's it's not like Pauly Shore... Where we know it was nepotism. Right, it was his mom. Yeah. It's entirely his mom was one of the biggest figures in uh, stand-up comedy. But this you know guy, what? Hmm? Polly Shore, way funnier than Tom Green. Way, way funnier. Wow! Way, Wow, that's way. like the nastiest thing you could say about anybody. Uh, I mean, I'd really rather watch another movie with um, Martin Short in it. Um, hey, Martin Short could be funny. Oh, no, wait. No, Rob Schneider. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. Never Who's the mind. one that's like Martin Short but not funny? Rob Schneider. I would rather see a Rob Schneider triple feature than watch this movie again. Oof. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, no, he had the Tom Green show and the Tom Green home show. and He was famous for this weird video called the Bum Bum Song, oh, which, right. which, by the way, uh, Eminem references in uh, The Real Slim Shady. So oh, well, they was... play that in this movie, so. Uh, yeah, so from about 1998 to about... In 2002, he was sort of known. Uh, As far as I know, the thing he's best known for and the thing that is the most remarkable is he somehow got Drew Barrymore to marry him. Yeah, you know what she did right after this movie? Well, yeah, she divorced him. She divorced him. him. Yeah, they were married (laughs) for about eight or nine months. Yeah, and she's in the movie. Oh, dear. Yeah. Is anybody else that you recognized in the movie? Uh, I think the guy who played his brother, I, I've seen him in other things, and I was I can't place him. I don't think he was in that thing you do, but he might have been. Oh, wow. Uh, I'd have to look it up, and I don't care. So that's Freddie? So that's, yeah. Uh, okay, that's Eddie K. Thomas. Oh, maybe um, not. I've seen him in something. He's been in a, he's done a bunch of stuff, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't Somehow, know. after this, he did something else. Well, uh, it's nice that his career's around. <sighs> I know... Uh, Julie Haggerty's in there somewhere. Okay. But I, is she blonde? Uh, no, brown hair. Oh. At that point, she was older. She was the you know the uh, she was Elaine in the in Airplane. Uh oh, she must have been the mother. Oh okay. Yeah, a brilliant role. According to the uh, IMDb page, Shaquille O'Neal's in there somewhere. Yeah, yeah, he's in bed with the mother because that's funny. Yeah. Well, to be fair, she leaves Rip Torn for Shaquille O'Neal, which, you know, there's a huge step up. So well, you know. Yeah, that is kind of trading up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay. So, yeah. He, <laughs> no, I did not know who Tom Green was. I, he was a I mysterious. He, I, his career is a mystery to me. I don't understand how he had one. People were trying to compare him to Andy Kaufman in some way. Yeah. He was a gorilla comedian. Uh, pushed boundaries. Well, he's a gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's an insult to gorillas. Thank you very much. It is, and you know, I one of my coworkers, and uh, if you're out there listening, Nate, <laughs> you didn't help. Um, I'm sure that Tom Green thinks he's a genius. Yeah. Like I am utterly convinced that he is rock solid in his belief of his geniusity. Um, I'm sure that he thinks that he is a combination of Andy Kaufman and Jerry yeah. Lewis. No. Yeah, the- the only thing I had ever seen him in was the first Charlie's Angels movie. He plays the Chad, you know, Drew Barrymore's boyfriend, which you wonder how he got the job. Yeah. And he's far more likable and and relatable as the Chad. 
Yeah, because he didn't write the dialogue and he wasn't the director. And he wasn't allowed to be Tom Green. Yeah. Well, he kind of was. But, but he, no. No, they no, managed to restrain no. some of it. Yeah. <laughs> there was no restraint. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I literally... Some of the things that happened in this film... And I'm amazed it's rated R. I am really amazed that it isn't worse. <sighs> so, okay. I, I, yeah. So, yeah, the theme ahead. of the film, the theme of the film mm. is that it is Tom Green making fun of the mentally handicapped. That's it. Seriously? I believe that his character is a riff on what he believes a mentally challenged person is like. Wait, do you mean like he he's actually uh, the mannerisms, the repeating the same sentence over and over the way that sometimes people with autism can get when they're really frustrated? And they just, you know, he's trying to make that funny. But wait, do you mean he's meant that you think he's mentally imbalanced or that he's uh, uh, learning disabled or, or mentally disabled? Because there's a difference. I think he thinks those things are funny if you do it loud enough. Oh, and wow. that's what the theme of this movie is. Yeah, that's his character in this. His character. So like the mannerisms look like they've been copied from the mentally ill. Yes. Oh, that's tasteful. Yeah. Um, the one thing I will give him, he's a decent skateboarder. He does a lot of skateboarding, and you can tell that he worked it into the film because it's like, oh, I'm pretty hot in a skateboard. Uh, he also is one of those triple threat people, right? So we're going back uh -huh. to Ed Wood. He's a writer, director, star. Ah, uh, yes. So we can blame the entire thing yeah, on he him. Yeah, wasn't smart enough to spread the blame around. I get you. Man, uh, and, you know, I got to give it to the other people in this movie. They do what they're doing with as as straight a face and as professionally as they can but I, I i can't imagine there wasn't hatred on this movie unless somehow his on-screen persona and his off-screen persona are utterly diametrically opposed there's there's a question about that i've read about him and a lot of the times he's very on all the time he like considers his whole life a performance but i've also heard that people who actually know him he can be quite nice and that really is all an act I and then know. there are people who say that those stories that he's nice are planted <laughs> so i don't know the I, guy the guy the guy is a mystery no one is interested in solving right yeah i mean all right so to try and give you i, I mean i've given you a slight hint at how horrible this film is Here's big joke number one. I had to put this in bold. Big joke number one. Okay. I wish this wasn't true. I wish I was making this up. <laughs> He's driving to town in his powder blue LeBaron convertible because oh, that's funny. And I, I forget this if he doesn't was have something to do with a cow, does it? No, oh, that actually great. was an outtake. He put that in the credits. Oh, no, it has something to do with a horse. Oh. He's driving by mm -hmm. a farm somewhere. I don't know where he is. I don't know where he's supposed to be. I don't care. He stops the car and he goes there. <laughs> I can't believe I'm describing this. Our show has hit a new low, low, low. <laughs> it is farmers. It is a stud farm. They are oh, preparing like the male horse. No, you don't. They're preparing the male horse to um, fulfill his contractual <laughs> obligations. <laughs> and Tom Green stops his car gets out of the car, jumps over the fence, runs over to the horse, says things very loudly because that's what he does. Then he... I can't say it. He grabs... Oh, no. The horse's... You, um, so he um, um, most basically um, uh, manually assists the horse? Yes. 
grabs the horse's most expensive asset (laughs) and shakes it around. Sadly, this is only foreshadowing a lot more penis humor to come. Oh, I meant to say follow. Ah, it's in my notes as follow. Ah! (laughs) I, uh, yeah. And then he just gets back in his car and drives off. So it's literally, I'm going to stop the movie. There's no point. So this scene has no point at all. Except that it happens again, but worse. And I'll get to that. What? I I can't. I can't can't believe this. You know, I watched this. And then I, I, I moved away. I, I tried to pull the shattered bits of my life back together. And I thought I was okay. I wrote my notes. And it's like, it's just a movie. But now describing it, I just, I literally can't believe that oh, this no, got no, made. Giving, you're getting flashbacks. Ugh. Well, I'm back okay. in Waltham. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Okay. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So then that's, that's, that's big, big joke. Number two, I'm number one. Uh, yeah. Uh, there is one point in the film where somebody in the movie actually says, I don't remember it's in, what it's in reference to. And I don't care. Something funny needs to happen. <laughs> <laughs> you sure that wasn't a stage direction that they just read by mistake? I'll remove glasses. Look concerned. <laughs> I don't know. I oh, don't. I, I got to ask you. Yeah. And yeah. I think I know the answer, but was there any point in this movie that made you laugh no no there wasn't a smile no 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 nothing no no this is a stone-faced even if you know if somebody had farted like by mistake i would not have laughed i was so angry at this movie angry 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 hippos (laughs) yeah jeez even Um, even baby geniuses i sort of went oh all right like once well, Baby Genius is, in essence, as horrible as I'm sure it was, was harmless. Yeah, yeah. This is not harmless. Like, eh. Yeah, this so actually there sounds is lots de- of, destructive. It is. There's lots of humor. Please note the air quotes. I, I, I'll turn the volume up. Mm-hmm. Uh, where people have minor accidents, and I do mean minor accidents, that lead to horribly graphic injuries. Ooh. Some of which Tom Green decides to... Um, try and help. What so, do you mean? What does that mean? <laughs> keep asking these questions. Well, At one point, his best friend, or literally the only person who can stand him besides his girlfriend, and we'll get to her. Yeah. Um, I forget how we. Oh, I think he's he's they they build a skateboard ramp in the in his back yard mm-hmm. and tom green goads him. This guy's now a banker, and he's like, no, no, it's I'm too old. I can't do this. You know, he's twenty eight too. I guess. And he falls uh, on his first try on the skateboard after Tom Green has made him try. And he gets a compound fracture where the bone's sticking up. Oh, all right. And Tom Green just stands over the wound yelling because that's a lot of what he does. And then he leans over and starts licking the wound. Oh! (laughs) Um, You know, you're supposed to laugh, Max, because I think it's funny. Laugh, scream, cringe, one of those. Oh! Yeah. Yeah, I, there is a, re, a returning gag, a recurring gag, running gag, where this is a little neighborhood kid who, for some reason, likes Tom Green's character. And every time the little kid shows up, 
something horribly maiming happens to him, usually caused by Tom Green, but not always. This is sort of like, oh my God, we they killed Kenny sort of thing? Well, yeah, and his father's usually around too, but it's like he... And it sometimes, like, the kid runs up to the Blue LeBaron and literally, like, runs into it, like, with his head. He hits it. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't get bruised. Like, his face is ripped open and there's blood flowing out and teeth missing and well, stuff. Ah! So it's not cartoonish. No. It's and very And it happens graphic. again and again. Yes. Ah. Yes. But he's always all right in the next scene? No. He's then got scars and stitches and stuff, and then something else happens to him. Oh, good lord. Yeah. Yeah. So... And the sad thing is it gets worse. It get hot. No, I'm not sure I want to know how. All right. So he gets to the city and he goes to the animation studio where he breaks in because he can. And that's where, where his then wife, um, uh, Drew Barrymore, I almost said Lionel, which quite honestly, <laughs> that would have been funny. That would have been Tom Green's married. I, well, he, he's been dead for quite a while, so that might be really weird. Uh, not in this film. Mm. So he breaks in and he shows his drawings to the, the head honcho and they are not funny. And the guy tells him they're not funny. They're am, animal characters. He has his superhero named, oh, I don't even remember, <laughs> X-Ray Cat, X-Ray Cat. And X-Ray Cat mm. can see through wood. Just just wood. Just wood. Because that's funnier, sure. I guess. And the guy is like, yeah, this is terrible. What you need to do, you, you know, you, you have some decent concepts. No, he doesn't. <laughs> you need to get inside the animal. Oh no! Oh no! 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 So he's driving back from British Columbia. Please don't tell me. And here's the thing that the scene I'm about to describe. I honestly don't know if they used a prop or not. I don't think they did. I don't think it's a prop. So he's driving back in the LeBaron through British Columbia, or at least that's what it looks like. I guess his his family lives in in. Oregon or Washington State. I don't care. There's a map. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, and he drives to Hollywood, and he's driving back, and he comes across uh, roadkill. There's a deer that's been hit by something, yeah. oh. and it's lying in the road, starting to bloat. Please tell me this doesn't go the way I'm pretty sure it goes. I can't tell you that. climb inside it... the carcass of the deer? Well, well, first he has to cut it open. Mm-hmm. And this is why I don't think it was a prop, because... What would you would think would happen if you cut open a starting to bloat piece of roadkill happens. Ah. Oh. And he basically dresses himself in the deer and jumps this around yelling. This is what yelling, serial killers do. I know, but they don't film it. <laughs> Some <laughs> so might. here we go. Serial killers get a little check mark that Tom Green doesn't because they don't film what they're doing <laughs> and then put it in theaters. There you go. Mm. One way serial killers are better than Tom Green. So he's jumping around in the deer carcass wearing it like Buffalo Bill. And a hunter shoots him? Please tell me a hunter shoots him. No, no. He's jumping around screaming inside the animal, get inside the animal. And he gets hit by a truck in the Uh, carcass. uh And the guy gets out and Tom Green is fine and he gets back in his LeBaron and drives home. That's the whole. That's the whole scene. That's the whole. Yeah. Denouement. The yeah. whole payoff. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It gets worse. What? Stop saying that. I can't. It's true. <laughs> so, uh, he he meets 
the, he goes to the hospital because his friend was injured with the, the skateboarding yeah. incident. And he has a combat. So now he's got his leg up in the air because that's what happens. Yeah. I mean, it's like a scene out of Mad, 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 Mad World right at the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Infinitely funnier than this. Infinitely, infinitely. And in the same ward, for reasons that are not... Who cares? There's no reasons. There are no reasons in this film. None. There's lots of stuff. No reasons. Uh, the other people in this ward are all women, two of whom are, I'm guessing are supposed to be Native American, and you'll see why in a minute. The other of which is a woman who is vastly pregnant and due to give birth any moment, because that will lead to hilarity. And actually, it leads to big joke number two in bold. He's talking to his friend. She tells him to shut up because she's pregnant. He doesn't because he's Tom Green. Tom Green has two two modes. Screaming at the top of his lungs or standing there with his mouth hanging open. That's it. That's okay. That sounds right. Okay. And I, I, I'm not even sure if I can describe what happens next because, I, you, you know. I, I don't know if you should. So while he's talking to his buddy, sure enough, she goes into labor because that's funny. And he says, I'm a doctor, grabs a nearby hanging lab coat because, you know. They leave those around all the time. Yeah. He tells her he's a doctor. She, she knows he's not. And yet she does what he tells him to do, her to do. Yeah. He has her um, assume the, the yeah. proper position. Uh, he says vile things. Mm. Not like swear words, just. Yeah, yeah, that you don't have to describe. You really don't. And then, <laughs> I can't believe this happened. I hate you, Max. I really, really hate you. <sighs> One of my coworkers, actually, having heard the the show girls episode, said that Max and I need to get couples therapy. <laughs> I'm kind of thinking he might be. Yeah, Doug, you might have something mm-hmm. there. Um, so he more or less delivers the baby but there's a catch it uh, the umbilical cord has not detached so he is leaning as far away from the mother as he can holding the baby Uh, and it's still attached i see yeah so then he has to cut the umbilical cord and he has no instruments so we'll just leave it there you know that's Uh, fine baby no no it gets worse (laughs) Oh. The ba- the mother says, "Why isn't the baby crying?" Tom Green looks down at the baby, and decides that he should resuscitate it. He resuscitates it by grabbing the now severed end of the umbilical cord and swinging the baby around his head. <laughs> the baby uh-huh. then starts crying. He hands it to the mother, who is grateful, and he declares himself a hero. Wow. I can't make this up. <laughs> I can't. Uh-huh. That was big joke number two. Big joke number two. Okay. Were there any worthwhile performances in this movie? I mean, apart no. from the no. other actors no. not beating no. Tom Green no. to death? No. 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 How was the how no. about, how about the pacing? No, 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 because it was literally one horrible, awful thing leading to another horrible, awful thing, all of which had Tom Green in it. Okay, we're leading up to my note that says this is a totally hateful movie. 
There are those, I was looking, some people consider this a surrealist kind of parody. No. And that in that sense, it's brilliant. It's like a take. No. Nope. Okay. No. So, no. No. To those it's of you not. who think that, it isn't. Well, there we no. go. No. And, and, and when I, as I said, one of my coworkers said, you know, I'd heard he hadn't seen it either. This is Nate again. He said, I'd heard it was supposed to be, if you took it like an Andy Kaufman thing, that it was funny. And I, there was a lot of stuff Andy Kaufman did that I didn't think was funny either. Mm-hmm. And I understand his, his wanting to push the boundaries of humor. I honestly wonder if, if Andy Kaufman wasn't a sociopath, quite honestly. Because he, I gave the having watched a lot of his, his routines and stuff, it seemed to me that he really was only happy when he was making people hate him. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to For tell. all I know, he's still alive. Who cares? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he was a sociopath, but I wouldn't be surprised if it turned out he was somewhere on the autism uh, spectrum. I don't know about that. I just think that he... I don't think that genius is the right term. I know his best friend thought he was amazingly... You know, the, the two that they would they would trade off yeah. between being who was... Yeah, whatever. I, but, Bob's Muda, right. Some right. of the stuff Andy Kaufman did was brilliant. It really was. Okay. It just... A lot of it did not work. Right. Well, see, Tom Green only filled those parts. Ah. So he's so, so he's Andy Kaufman without the genius. Oh yeah, but with more hatred and louder. Um, so he sees he's uh, at the hospital and he oh, he meets Lord. this this nurse. Yeah, yeah. So he meets this nurse and he's like, oh, "I'm going to go out with you," and then finds out that she's handicapped. She's in a wheelchair. What do you mean? Then so, finds out he didn't notice. No, she was sitting there oh. at the nurse's station. And all she seems to do, you know, those little the little creamers that you get with coffee, the little little cup of creamers. Yeah. She seems to just sit there and flip them. That's what she does. She she flips them. Oh. So you you flip it so it lands right side up again. That's mm-hmm. her. That's her shtick. And Tom Green is taken by her. Oh, so the idea is finds, that she's supposed to be quirky like him. I guess. I mean, yeah, yeah. I guess that was the point. Yeah. So then she gives him her number and name. But he finds out that she's handicapped and he's weirded out by this. I don't know why Tom Green is weirded out by anything. But he does decide to go on a date with her. Um, Lucky her. No. Because then we're there. (laughs) So he goes to her apartment. And we get into this incredibly uncomfortable sex scene, which thankfully doesn't go anywhere near actual sex. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's funny because she really likes it when people take a bamboo pole and smack her paralyzed legs as hard as they can. What? They basically, the movie makes a point out of her disability, equaling it to some kind of kink. So she has a caning fetish on her paralyzed legs. Yes. So she has Tom Green beat her um and mm-hmm. and ladies and gentlemen if you've left at this point i don't blame you yeah then once he's done this to her satisfaction and all clothes are on at this point yeah she offers to give him a um that thing that men always seem to want in movies i'm not going to say anything more cheetos that uh, yes cheetos <laughs> we'll use that the new word for that <laughs> act is cheetos <clears throat> she wants to give him cheetos <laughs> and oh. He's uncomfortable with this, I guess, because, yeah. And she starts undressing him. And lo and behold, he has kept the umbilical cord and 
duct taped it to his stomach. I don't know what to say to that. I know, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that's the longest pause on this show. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, um, they I, they will come uh-huh. they will come back and do this later. But wait, wait, that's a ret- that's a running gag. Well, not the, the umbilical oh, cord, the, okay. the caning with the, the oh, okay. bamboo pole. Okay, we'll okay. I think we've got enough description of horrible things from this movie. Oh, no. It gets worse. <laughs> so later on, and this is not You know, the this worst is part. the first movie that you've actually insisted on describing scene by scene. <laughs> because I want to keep people away from it. <laughs> well, we're not it's really like you ta- can't... talking about the movie as a whole, then. No, there is no hole. It is just horrible. Well, it sounds like it's giggling. actually one big hole, quite honestly. <laughs> yes, a big, deep, dark, scary hole. <laughs> anyway, do you have a question? I'll let you. I'll break here for a question. <laughs> okay, so the pacing was bad. This, uh, no, no decent performances. I mean, uh, again, the only thing is the actors are giving it their all. So yeah. there's nobody in here who's who's half-assing it. I will I will give them that. You don't care about any of the characters at all. You hate Tom Green. Does, actively hate him. Does the does it try to have a Hollywood ending? <laughs> okay. Oh Max, oh simple-minded, naive Max. <laughs> yes, no, wait. Sue Ann. I, I would like to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Um what would you consider? Well, from what I've described so far, what would you consider a Hollywood ending to this movie? Okay, to the to this pile of nightmares. If this actually yeah. just goes into the standard cliche, he read reconcile with his father. The family is all happy together. The brother gets out of the institution. He marries the girl in the wheelchair, and they all live happily ever after. Well, one of those things actually did happen. He does reconcile with his father, but of course, after the. The worst one of the worst after big joke number three. Okay, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I <laughs> okay, why, so, why are you reliving this horror? You've given us the idea of the movie. Why do you keep describing these scenes that are obviously painful for you to recount? Because you made me watch it, that's why. <laughs> I hate you. I hate, hate, hate Peter Pan. Uh, right. And besides what you asked about the ending, so we have to get there. <laughs> we can skip. Oh, we are. Believe me, I am skipping things. You wouldn't think so. So uh, here's not disgusting. This is not disgusting. It's okay. just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So somehow um, he ends up making his cartoons, his little drawings, oh, more yeah. about his Oh, yeah, father. sorry. That's that's part of the rest of the Hollywood ending. He would suddenly become incredibly successful with almost no effort. Well, that's not the ending. Oh, that happens okay. way before the ending. Oh. So uh, he starts drawing characters based more on him and his dad, um, except they're zebra centaurs. Well, I sure. I don't know. <laughs> and then we actually get a little cartoon in the middle of the movie. There's a little cartoon about what his show would be like. And... Anthony Michael Hall's character, the head of the animation studio, finds it brilliant and hand, literally writes him a check for a million dollars. Like you do. And then um, Tom Green goes and spends the money. Uh, mm. He spends a big chunk of it on a helicopter ride 
to the hospital where uh, his girlfriend works, where he's saying things to her through a megaphone outside. He makes her come up to the to the rooftop to the heliport, um, and he says things I don't know. I don't, but then he spends the rest of the money. <laughs> this isn't disgusting. You're just not going to believe this. Mm. Uh, he spends the rest of his money getting a crew out to his his house. His wife has left him at this point. His wife has left, has left Rip Torn. Oh. She, she has seen the error of her way. She's gone off to Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> this is honestly... Hard to believe her, really. Harder to believe than the, the threesome from Pixels. <laughs> oh. But mom, mom ends up in bed with Shaquille O'Neal, mm-hmm. um, who is thankfully fully clothed, because, yeah... Uh, but dad is, has, has, has passed out in bed. So Tom Green's character, Gord, spends the rest of his money having a crew come out to the house without waking him. How? I don't know. But who cares? There's no, there's nothing believable in this film at all, including that it got made. Mm-hmm. But he has this, this, this construction crew saw off the bedroom from the house and fly it to Pakistan. <laughs> Which does not at any point wake up his father. No, because he's he's got so drunk he passed out. So to be to fair, that that's believable. I don't know. And of course, I'm looking at this going, those look like the Hollywood Hills to me, but whatever. Yeah. So his dad wakes up thinking he's still at home. And he's like, what's going on? Where is everybody? Har har. And he opens the door of the bedroom. And lo and behold, the room, the corner of the house is on what I'm guessing is like a... 12 foot post on the back of a cart or on a truck truck. and they're in Pakistan and uh, this is somehow how Tom Green has decided to try and reconcile with his father Um, was Pakistan ever mentioned in the movie? oh yeah they say they're in Pakistan yeah yeah. like no no they just go to Pakistan like there was no foreshadowing the fact that that they were going like that Pakistan was a thing they just go there okay um, so the truck, Tom Green gets into the cab of the truck and drives off with the, the, the yeah. corner of the house on top of this 12 foot pole. And he's driving through quote unquote Pakistan. I don't want to look into this movie far enough to find out if they actually filmed it in Pakistan. I really hope they didn't. I don't think you can film in Pakistan. I don't know, but he hits something. The post gives out the room crashes into a tent where here comes joke number three there's an elephant it's a male elephant remember that foreshadowing oh, gave oh you in the earlier oh part dear, of the film oh dear so he also assists the elephant it's worse because this time there is um there is a oh boy uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to require, request, not require, request that you leave now. You can come back in 30 seconds. Um, there is a um, fire hose-like effect oh. that he uses to knock down his father or oh. knock some sense into him that we get to see. Oh. And as he's, then his father falls down, having been hit by this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A fire hose like and and they laying there in the sand bond together covered and are then covered in elephant jizz yeah <laughs> and then 
they are captured by the Pakistani, and they're um, executed. No, damn it. <laughs> no, see, this is the one part of the Hollywood ending that they reconcile. He oh. and his dad reconcile. Yeah. Um, but it becomes an international incident, and there, there's video of them in Pakistan mm-hmm. having been kidnapped with long beards and long hair because that's a thing but all they all they show that happens in pakistan is they're like playing board games with the pakistanis so it's not even like they're being tortured they're just playing board games but then eventually they're released and they get back to the united states and they're at the airport and there's all these people with signs you know like as if it was a so not only have they made fun to fun of the mentally handicapped and the physically handicapped now they're making fun of political kidnap victims they're making fun of of hostage situations and yeah they're making fun of they're using the the pakistani as a punchline the same year as 9-11 yeah not the um, Pakistani. no yeah. no they weren't but still um amongst the crowd there is somebody holding a sign that literally says when the f is this movie gonna end <laughs> ah, I see. Someone from the crew couldn't take it anymore. Well, I have to believe that Tom put that in himself. And he thought that was funny. Uh-huh. Because, yeah. So, yeah, the elephant that was big joke number three. Yeah. Wow. And my last note was, even the French would not like this. <laughs> oh. Uh, Louis, Congratulations, you just insulted no. the entire nation of France. <laughs> no, I, I'm giving them credit. They wouldn't like this either. Even though when they can find humor in stuff that is so banal and so hokey and ridiculous, even they, who love humor as much as they love cheese and wine, mm-hmm. could find no redeeming... Yes, the people who can find humor in nearly anything can't find humor here. So you would say there is nothing redeeming about this movie. The Roundup. Literally nothing. Nothing. Wow. I I really did... I You know, I expected something dumb. I, I really expected something dumb. I had no... I mean, I just described this to everybody. That's what I saw. There were other things, too. But they weren't worth describing. <laughs> Oof. Next. <laughs> wow. So, um... Given this as our, our pairing, uh, it sounds like... Uh, if you, were you win! To, you if win! You, were you dis- win! <laughs> what kind of poker hand would you, uh, you win. call this Full movie? house! Full, uh, full, no, 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 what is it? Royal flush! Dear <laughs> gods! I really cannot tell oh. you if I think this is worse than Showgirls. What do you because mean? Showgirls, all it was really was, besides being just nasty, it was just insulting women. Mm-hmm. This insults everybody. Like, it, it finds, like, the... the the most defenseless people and makes fun of them. Wow. Except it's not even fun. It's just him yelling this. I. It's like, take take a joke that's not particularly funny. Okay. Tom Green's philosophy is, if you yell this loud enough and repeat it often enough, it's funny. That's Tom Green. Eee. I mean, it's like somebody yelling knock-knock at you for three minutes. <laughs> No, no joke. Just knock, knock. Ah. Uh, so we'll, we'll do this. So, Mac, I'm going to go knock, knock. Who's there? Knock, knock. 
Who's there? Knock, knock. Who's there? Knock, knock. <laughs> that, that's Tom Green. But you laughed, so I actually am not doing a good job. No, yeah, that, that was kind of funny. Wow. I think you didn't get the uh, point across. I really thought, oh, you know, and of course you didn't even watch the movie I wanted you to watch, but still, Baby Geniuses, man, yeah. talk about oh. kennel ration, you know, oh. cripes, this is going to be the same going in, coming out, oh my, oh, I totally won this, no, no, no. Wow, well, I gotta say something I, I haven't said in this entire series in more than a year, say I'm loud. so sorry I made you watch this movie. I didn't hear you. <laughs> I'm so sorry I made you watch this movie. You will pay, Max. You will pay dearly. <laughs> what a shame this series is over. <sighs> and if you made it through this series, I want to thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah. But that brings up a couple of points. First, we have to get to our business. Oh, yes. That I business forgot our is, of business. Course... Yes. Well, well, first off, you know how to find us. You know you can find us uh, on the podcast app of your choice, as long as you choose the Google Podcast app or the Apple Podcast app. Any, any, if you choose any others, you could be in for a very serious fine. Uh, you can also, of course, find our entire back catalog on MaxMikeMovies.com, and you can find us on the Facebook and the Twitter at MaxMikeMovies. And you but can also, email, you can also email yes. us our su- or suggestions, ideas, uh, possible uh, suggestions of therapists for Mike. <laughs> I think he's going to need after this week at us, literally us at Mike at MaxMikeMovies.com. Oh, don't try and put me first like that's some sort of apology. <laughs> it's not going to help. <laughs> oh, you know what else we haven't done in a long time? You're fired, 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 fired. <laughs> Why? Jetson, I did my job. You're fired. <laughs> oh, Mr. Spacely. But next week, we're doing something utterly, utterly, totally, very much different we've never done before. We're starting a little Mm mini-series. We are going to be bringing in the first of our guest hosts from our little contest we had a couple of months ago. Yep, we so liked liked the entries that we got. It was so hard to choose, so we chose four. We did. And next week, my buddy the weasel will be coming on our show live. Well, we'll be live at the time, but we'll record it live. Is that a thing? I, I think so yes live and, on tape from hollywood and as i said uh, uh there, there is a connection between this movie and next week's movie because next week's movie is an actual andy kaufman related film it's man in the moon oh okay and, so the jim carrey biopic of uh, about andy kaufman yes huh. and so we will be quizzing quiz quizzing young weasel and finding out why he chose this film what does he think it's a good film is he inflicting it on us what are the aspects of this film that he finds most memorable and uh we'll put him under the spotlight see how he likes it yeah thinks it's so easy let's see him do it yeah let's 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 see him do it (laughs) and though this is mike saying max is being fingered right now (laughs) fingered for murder Who did I kill? No. Ah. You don't understand. (laughs) (laughs) I see. I know. I've murdered some... I've murdered the child within you. Is that it? And that child's coming out and it's going to strangle you. (laughs) So next week, something more pleasant. We hope. More more music and less Nesman. (laughs) Let's face it, folks. It's unlikely we could do worse than this. Or could we? Max Mike Movies is a co-production of The Voice of Max and The Movie Wrench.